With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Chelsea reach agreement in principle to sign Malo Gusto and Moises Casado drops a massive bombshell regarding his future. Hello guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're keeping safe on this weekend. Big news to speak of, Chelsea, another signing in this busy period for the club and also the potential of a midfielder arriving before the end of the January transfer window. If you like the sound of that, make sure to hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of the uploads on the channel. Also hit that like button because it helps out as well. And if you want to listen to the podcast, you can because Sign Up Chelsea is a part of the 90 Min podcast network. We had the brilliant Lee and Toomey on from The Athletic this week, breaking down the latest Chelsea news. Make sure to go and listen to that podcast in full. Link in the description box below. But let's get into the news. Firstly here with Malo Gusto, Chelsea, reached agreement to sign the Leon right back. This was originally reported on Friday by Fabrice Hawkins, but then backed up by David Ornstein in The Athletic. That the West London side have agreed to pay €30 million, Euros, that's around £26 million, plus add-ons for the services of the 19-year-old who will join the club in the summer. So he will be loaned back to Leon for the rest of this season. The French under-21 international now looks set to become Chelsea's seventh, yes, seventh signing of the January window following the arrivals of Benoit Badiashile, David Dactro Fafana, Joao Felix, Andre Santos, Mikalo Mudrik and Nori Madaweke. Big piece of news, exciting piece of news it really is from a Chelsea perspective uh, to get this player in. And I do like the fact that Chelsea haven't compromised. They haven't gone, okay, we can't get this player now, so let's go for someone else dramatically in the final few days. Uh, There's just, you know, to, to, to appease people for the next six months. You know, that is what I praise the club this time last year for not doing it left back. You know, all those kind of rumours about Luca Dean and other players in the January window trying to buy back Emerson, who was still our player. You know, all that nonsense. It's not good to do that. That's that's a real short-term approach. I like the fact that they've clearly targeted Malo Gusto as a young right-back that they feel could be a really good signing. And they go, okay, we can't get him right now, but let's pay the money right now to get him for the summer, like they have with Christopher Nkunku. I, I like that approach. And sure, Graham Potter's going to have to deal with that for the next few months in, in, in the Premier League and the Champions League and whatever, but I like the fact that Chelsea have at least addressed an area that we know is going to be addressed by the summer and being proactive is really good. So there isn't that stress in the summer of of approaching this deal and we can focus on other areas like central midfield potentially if that does not get done in this window. So I really like that. And I've said before, you know, it's about having that player who hopefully can complement Rhys James. It's a really difficult deal and I think Chelsea deserve praise for getting it done, for convincing someone to come in with the knowledge that if Rhys James remains fit, and hits top form, then there's a possibility you're not playing. But there also is the potential, as maybe I haven't brought up, and maybe because I'm not that big of a fan of it, but let's say Reese James plays right centre-back, say in, in a maybe a four-back system, but also a three-back system, and then that offers Gusto the chance to play at right wing-back maybe, or you, know, you have them switching. So it's interesting, it really is, and I think for the player it's exciting for him to come into Chelsea, and it very much lines up with the, the scouting and the profiling of players that we've been doing this month. And I think the deal itself for the fee 
good money and hopefully he turns out to be a good signing for Chelsea. Those key things that I look at with the Chelsea team and, and what we lack when we don't have Reese James is say you've got Cesar Azpilicueta on that side. There's always that fear if, if you ask him to press up. And we know at times, um, Dave, when he gets up, can offer things. But when he's not, and you know that there's always that threat, particularly when we're playing four at the back, that a ball could be hit behind us. Uh, the Nottingham Forest game, I think, is a prime one for me. I mean, there are many games you can pick out where not having Reese James and not having suitable cover for Reese James has been so abundantly obvious and why it needed to be rectified soon. But I feel that that Nottingham Forest game on New Year's Day was such a brilliant example of what we lack. Um, and it really, I think, prevents Chelsea from staying high up the pitch, from holding possession, from having a little bit more risk and, and, and you know, freedom in our play to do things. So hopefully that is what Gusto offers. And even if Rhys James remains fit and say we get Europa League football and not Champions League football, there's still going to be a number of games, at least in the first part of next season, to be playing. So I think Gusto will get time uh, to play for Chelsea. He really will. We're going to speak about Moises Casado now. Uh, he dropped this bombshell. So Chelsea make the bid for Casado last week, 55 million, rejected by Brighton. In the last few days, Arsenal have come into the equation. Uh, it's Mudrick part two uh, all over again. Uh, but this time, you know, apparently Arsenal uh, are trying to hijacked the deal for, for Casado from Chelsea. Uh, they've submitted a 60 million bid. That has been rejected. But Moises Casado last night on social media has, has dropped this bombshell, which really changes the complexion of things ahead of transfer deadline day. This is what he had to say. I'm grateful to Mr. Bloom and Brighton for giving me the chance to come to the Premier League and I feel I have always done my best for them. I always play football with a smile and with heart. My dream always was to be the most decorated player in the history of Ecuador. I am proud to be able to bring in a record transfer fee for Brighton, which would allow them to reinvest it and help the club continue to be successful. He goes on to say the fans have taken me into their hearts and they will always be in my heart. So I hope they can understand why I want to take up this magnificent opportunity. So he's effectively saying there, please get me out of this club. Uh, it, it's a very nice way of, of, you know, not turning hill completely on Brighton fans. Uh, speaking to a Brighton fan recently, you know, in terms of it being kind of 100 million or nothing, uh, we will see now because this changes the negotiating position. Brighton can still hold firm. They really can and say, listen, we'll, we'll grant you your wish in the summer. But we know in these situations at times, you know, money talks. And if a player isn't being involved with training, seen Anthony Gordon in recent days at, at, at Everton, now a Newcastle player. You know, at times things will break. And, and if Arsenal and Chelsea smell something now, which they, they see this um, this statement from Casado and go, we can go all in and maybe get a lower fee than what Brighton had a few days ago. That, that negotiating stance and, and position has changed now. It really has. So the question now falls to Chelsea. Will they go above and beyond to sign Moises Casado? with Arsenal in the fray as well and, and what Arsenal can offer of the potential of a Premier League title chance. I think what Chelsea offer obviously is that if you come in as a central midfielder you are a massive building block within, within the shape of Chelsea you really are compared to say Arsenal where they already have a very settled system and I guess it's that kind of question with you know Mudrick as well is you know, do you go to somewhere that's settled, but you won't be an instant first team? Or do you go somewhere where you can really become a star? I think that's a big question. So I think it, the, the ball's in Chelsea's court now. Will they respond to that Arsenal bid? Will they go in and try and make this still happen? I think it's going to be very interesting. And also what Brighton do, will Brighton hold firm on Moises Casado before transfer deadline day? I think this is one that, I mean, it could be wrapped up very quickly. We could know either way before transfer deadline day, but I get the sense this is going to go into deadline day, which is going to make things very interesting. 
interesting and we will be covering on the channel. But that is it for today's edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch and listen. If you did enjoy it, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Follow me on TikTok as well at Son of Chelsea. And I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.